0: Okay, Top Tribe, this episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, the invoicing tool that I use to make sure I collect all my money in an efficient manner. To claim your free month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the how did you hear about us section. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is none other than Derek Roddenbeck. He is an artist and he's looking to increase his revenue. If you want your chance to enter and to win $100 each Monday on the show, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word NATHAN to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word NATHAN to 33444. Top Drive. good morning. You're listening to episode 291, coming up tomorrow morning in episode 292. You're in here from Carlos Cisco. He's gonna break down your $250 ticket to luxury, and he did over 700 grand in 2015. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. Good morning. Our guest today is Michael Eisenberg. And I got to tell you, you got to check out the show notes to get the full bio. This guy's been in a lot of businesses that many of you heard of, like Wix. He's now working on Aleph, which is a venture capital firm. He's making some extremely uh, interesting investments, which we're going to focus on today. So, Michael, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, looking forward. Let's do this. Let's do this. So, first things first, why don't you tell us about um, uh, Aleph and kind of the, the idea behind the firm, and then we'll jump into Nexar.
1: Sure, so uh, my partner uh, Aiden Shohat and I set up Aleph about three years ago uh, to invest in Israeli startups and grow them into large global businesses, uh, as, we, as we like to say, transition startup nation to scale-up nation. We mm. uh, raised $150 million and uh, we've done a fair amount of investing around themes we care a lot about, which is disrupting uh, old industries using big data, machine learning, machine vision, uh, and, and software generally.
0: And so, tell us. Uh, obviously, the Israeli the Israeli uh, kind of startup scene has has really gone uh, has really grown super fast. Were you there at the beginning, or are you jumping on kind of halfway through? What did it look like ten years ago?
1: Ten years ago, I've actually been a venture capitalist in Israel already 21, 22 years at this wow. point, nineteen ninety five. So I've seen a, a bunch of cycles both in the general market and in Israel. And uh, when I got started, it was, I don't know, maybe 200, $250 million total under management today. Uh-huh. You know, that that's in invested in um, you know, half a month here.
0: And you're talking about just all VC in Israel, 250 million 10 years ago? Yeah, if, if, yeah, if that much. Got it. And so well, not 10 years ago, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Okay, so you jumped in real quick, just so people understand how you got into this. What was your first big success? Did you come from a, just an inve- did you go right into investing, or did you have your own startup that you sold, and that's what catapulted you?
1: neither. I have a much more sordid story than that. I was unemployed and that's how I got started. (laughs) Uh, I actually got out of school and, uh, started in political consulting. Someone forgot to tell me that politicians turn out of office, uh, and, uh, political projects come to an end and I ended up finding myself unemployed. So I started something, which was kind of a semi merchant bank fund, uh, for technology startups out of Israel. And, uh, I guess the first, uh, Good-sized success was a company called Picture Vision, or for most of your listeners, they won't even know what I'm talking about. But uh, back then, there were uh, cameras that had film in them, and uh, uh, what Picture Vision did was enable you to get your film scanned at a local uh, grocery store or by sending it by mail, snail mail, uh, to a Kodak facility and uh, then it was scanned and put up on this thing called the internet, uh, which most people didn't know about in 1995. Uh, Then you could share your pictures with grandma. This was the first online photo sharing site and it was bought by AOL and Kodak, now with blessed memory. uh, Yeah, what was the the exit price? I don't think we ever disclosed it, but it uh, it was a very large multiple on money.
0: Got it. Uh, Above or below, call it a hundred million bucks. Oh, above. Above. Okay. Great. So then you get into, did you go right from Picture Vision into the the venture capital world?
1: Uh, Picture Vision was my first venture style investment. Okay. uh, So uh, at my first firm, we did uh, 11 deals. And I moved on to another firm where I was for eight years and uh, called Israel Seed Partners, based in Jerusalem. And then I moved to uh, Benchmark Capital, which is based in Menlo Park, to their Israel fund uh, here. And then I launched Olive three years ago.
0: What was, uh, I want to just real quick, what was the investment that you made uh, while you were at benchmark in Israel that you got most excited about before we transitioned to Olive?
1: Oh, I don't know. You love all your children.
0: <laughs> I know I'm asking you to pick one. Anyone uh, in particular? I, well, I, uh,
1: I can't do that. No. Um, you know, yeah, I was very fortunate to, you know, partner up with conduit and Giga and Wix and WeWork. um, just very
0: fortunate. All right great so let me ask you a question obviously had a lot of success at benchmark why did you decide to, to roll up and start your own uh, start your own VC firm
1: Benchmark uh, really wanted to focus on uh, Silicon Valley in the United States, but primarily Silicon Valley, and I really wanted to stay in Israel and focus on Israel. So uh, I launched Olive to do that. So that I, was twenty thirteen industry out of Israel. That was twenty thirteen,
0: correct? Okay, so real quick for those folks, we have a lot of VCs that listen in because they I get all the numbers from entrepreneurs and they call me and go, Nathan, we want to do a deal with them. Can you help broker it? And you know, we have fun that way. But help folks understand that might get into the VC world one day when you know when they get older. How did you raise the one hundred fifty million? I imagine you you put in some of your own money. and Maybe had some LPs? Uh,
1: we have mostly LPs, and of course, we put in our own money. But um, as I said, I've been at this for a fair amount of time uh, and had a had a track record, and my partner, Aiden, is a rock star. Uh, he was a three-time successful entrepreneur, and we got together to do this firm. And it's, it's a new style of firm. We, we set up basically the first equal partnership uh, in Israel, modeled after Benchmark, which is one of the greatest venture firms of all time. And uh, we're trying to do things a little different over here. We, our, our, our core mantra is, different is better than better. And um, we just, we're trying to shake it up and do some different things and disrupt the pilot industries using technology.
0: What do you mean, sorry, what do you mean when you say you have an equal partnership? You said that like it was different from what people typically do. How's it different?
1: Most venture capital firms are stratified and hierarchical. Different people have different economics in the fund and different clout. Uh, you know, All of is an equal partnership, both on economics and decision making. Um, and every partner we add uh, going forward, it comes in as an equal partner on day one.
0: So economically, when you get a return, what's the person, like, I, I obviously, hedge funds just kind of follow the 2 and 20 model. Is there a model like that that you're following on returns?
1: Uh, we don't disclose our uh, economic model, but, uh, you know, among Aiden and I, everything is split equally. And, you know, when we had another partner, he or she will be an equal partner, too.
0: Got it. Okay, so that's the part that's unique. Typically, the wealth is concentrated kind of in the managing partners. You're saying even when you bring on, you know, any partners, it's it's split evenly.
1: Most, most, most teams, uh, most firms start with a junior varsity, so to speak, you move up to the varsity and the college and into the pros. Um, so even if you're a partner, you may be a junior partner, both with you know, in terms of economics and a firm clout.:
0: Got it. Okay, so let's talk about first off, how many uh, when did you raise 150 million? When well, did you do that right at the beginning in 2013 for Olive?
1: No, we closed on July third, two thousand and thirteen. And the reason I remember that is my son was on Israel's national baseball team, and beginning July fourth was uh, an international tournament in Italy, and I had to be there on time.
0: <laughs> and you made that first game, didn't you? I did. Nice, very good. So that would just the reason I'm asking that one hundred and fifty. That is that's the only fund that Alpha has raised so far, right? Over the three years. That's correct. Okay, and so uh, your general thesis there: Are you typically doing kind of growth stage or follow-on rounds? What, what's how are you splitting that money up?
1: No, so we do Series A. The only time we've strayed from that is we invested in a Series C round in WeWork, where I had been a Series A investor uh, in my benchmark cap previously. But other than that, we've uh, invested, you know, center of the fairway Series A investments. And you know, to, to the implied question in your earlier comment, you know, we we're a big believer, and I wrote a blog post about this not long ago. The financial cycles are cyclical, but innovation is pretty steady. So you want to invest at a steady pace year after year, and you know, not kind of chase the financial markets in this business.
0: And did you, uh, is that blog post on your, on the Venture Cap, on your blog? It's actually on TechCrunch. Oh, it's on TechCrunch.
1: Oh, it's on TechCrunch. It's, it's, tech it's called The Thing About Cycles. Okay, and great. You can, find, you can find a link at Olif.vc, our website also to there. I think on our website is called Cycles.
0: Okay, great. And guys, uh, top sharp, I will link to that in the show notes at NathanLacket.com forward slash the top 291 along with Aleph's website. Let's Michael dive into uh, an investment you're excited about, Nexar. What does Nexar do? Why'd you invest? And how do they make money?
1: Uh, so, Nexar is an AI-powered dash
0: cam. And what is AI, uh, just a, so for listeners who don't know? AI is artificial intelligence. And
1: yeah. what's happening is that phones are getting so good, much like computers did in the previous couple of decades. Uh, they can actually do basic machine learning and, and, and AI on the phone. Um, and, and by operating all 13 sensors on the phone, that includes the front and the back camera, the gyroscopes, the barometer, the uh, you know, the accelerometer, et cetera, uh, we... Uh, can detect good and bad driving behavior, capture license plates, numbers, and create scores for every driver on the road. And you get a lot of leverage uh, from this. If to an Uber driver who drives 16 hours a day, you're capturing, you know, thousands of cars a day. And we're, we're capturing about 80,000 cars behavior a day uh, in Tel Aviv, San Francisco, and New York. And... Uh, where we where we have a professional driver program, and then uh, consumers who just download it from from the Apple App Store. NEXAR, NEXAR. Um, and what's really cool is, you know, we can learn a lot about drivers, There's just a lot of impact in urban planning and and insurance and a host other areas.
0: Yeah, so I'm pulling up to LaGuardia Airport, and it's t- my phone is, I have the app open, it's telling me, hey, Nathan, careful, caution, there were 36 incidents here last year. Uh, is it really location-based, or is it actually, you can actually tie it to license plates of other cars as well? So, you know, stay away from that driver they got in two accidents in the past two months. Y- y- yes, yes, and yes.
1: You can do all <laughs> of those things. And, and, and I can map that you've gone over a speed bump, and there's a pothole on the road, and and once you get into an accident, this is really cool. Uh, so just by you know reconstructing information from all the sensors on the phone and the video, we can generate an auto accident report uh, for you or for your insurance. Uh, we know where you were, we know where the road is, we know what lane you're in, uh, we know where the other cars come from because we see it. Uh, we know what the force is. We can even predict your likelihood likely to get whiplash.
0: And so, how did the how does this business make money? Well, right now we're not.
1: Um, But, you know, you would assume that if I created a data asset that included all road mapping and street mapping, you know, we've already covered in, you know, like nine months more mileage than Google Street View has in all its existence. It's crowdsourced. Um, Yeah, completely. Um, And we can create driver scores that we'll find some way to monetize the data, either through insurance companies or, uh, you know, other car manufacturers, autonomous vehicles. You know, a lot of people need this data.
0: Yeah, I mean this. Yeah, the the data play here is super interesting. I mean, even when you like are driving down the road, you see a truck and on the back it says, "How's my driving?" So I mean, people that have truck people, the truck drivers on their on their payroll can easily install this, I imagine, and, and monitor that real time.
1: Yeah, instead of clicking out, you know, uh, a ten digit number, you just tap the screen and it'll capture as loud well as driving, <laughs> driving behavior. So that's great. Automatically captured and put up in the cloud, and we got the video record of everything with the license plate number and the analytics on it.
0: So how did you, so a few questions on Nexar. First off, you said you invested in them. Uh, Can you give us a sense of their funding history? Did you invest in Series A or what?
1: We invested in Series A, which is I think about $4 million. And guys who backed us an incredible team, uh, Iran Shearer and Bruno Fernandez, um, Iran was an EIR at Olive prior to that. He sold his first startup, to EIR. Yahoo.
0: EIR, folks, just stands for Entrepreneur in Residence.
1: <laughs> That's correct. Sorry about that. That's okay. And, uh, he, he was an Entrepreneur Residence with us where he, where he kind of cooked up this idea together with his partner in crime, Bruno. Uh, and both of them had been at Yahoo before that, uh, running a machine learning team. And, uh, Iran led the team that developed
0: the native ads for, for Yahoo. Wow. So, is, uh, did you guys do that round by yourselves or was it a syndicated round?
1: It was, it was primarily us, and then a couple of uh, small investors, uh, like uh, Sam Lesson of S- Slow Ventures, and previously Facebook, and Michael Granoff, who's a big uh, electric and autonomous vehicle guy.
0: And then, uh, so that was obviously the Series A. Is that the That's all the funding they've raised so far, so $4 million in total? So far, so good. Oh, awesome. Nine months in, how many How many consumers? No, no, no
1: we're more than that. We're, we're a year and three months in. We're nine months since launch.
0: Oh, got it. Okay, got it. So 15 months in, you know, there's six months spent on developing, nine months uh, since the launch. That's correct. And what is the, uh, how many consumers have downloaded the app and are using it?
1: I don't know, but we're collecting, I think, about 80,000 license plates a day.
0: Wow, that's impressive. And it's uh, worldwide? Anyone listening right now can install and use it?
1: Anyone can download it from the Apple App Store. You need an iPhone. We don't have it on Android yet, but that is coming.
0: That is great. Well, Michael, before we wrap up and get into my favorite part of the show, where can people connect with you personally online if they want to follow you and your investments?
1: You can go to the Olive website and uh, just join our community there. You can like us on Facebook. Um, I'm the easiest guy in the world to find. I also have a Medium blog. You can go there. Uh, I'm super easy to find.
0: Okay. So, so many of you have been asking me, you're an agency and you bill for your time or you have, you're a coach and you sell your hours to coaching clients. Well, stop fooling around with Word documents and templates or Excel files to try and send your invoicing. Okay. I just did it. I use this thing called FreshBooks. It's a tool. It takes me about 34 seconds to create and send an invoice. And here's why I love it. If you're a coach or an agency, you know, how you always spend time begging and pestering your clients to pay well, Fresh books makes and becomes the bad guy for you. They'll send late payment reminders, which means you don't have to chase people down and strain the relationship. So I love that. Additionally, when you create the invoice in the upper left, you can put your own brand logo and things in there so you can stay on brand and professional. So here's the deal. You know, the show is all about numbers and the most important thing listening for everybody is that FreshBooks is a simple. Even if you're not a numbers person, well, you know, actually, especially if you're not a numbers Person. Don't you dare come on my show and expect me not to ask you numbers questions. You guys know that I do. I go for the jugular and you now can use FreshBooks to keep your numbers organized. To get your free month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, to get your free month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks right now and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. No credit card required. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24/7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Yeah, Top Tribe. We will link to, again, Michael's VC site, along with his Medium posts and that TechCrunch article he mentioned in the show notes at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top 291. All right, Michael, my heart is racing. We're about to get to my favorite part of the show. Do you know what time it is? No. Come on, man. You're supposed to know this stuff. It's time for the famous five. You ready? Go it. N- number one, favorite business book? Uh, From Good to Great. Good to great Jim Collins, I believe, right? Or maybe, or,
1: yeah, or maybe Creativity Inc. Ed Cowell.
0: Yeah, Ed Cowell. Creativity Inc, great. Next, number two. This is asking you to pick one of your babies, but which CEO are you following or studying right now?
1: Jeff Bezos.
0: Jeff Bezos, yep. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like FreshBooks? Email. Email, do you use Gmail? Yes. Yeah, okay, next question. As you're managing this fund, obviously managing LPs and all your investments, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? I've never in my life I think got eight hours of sleep. <laughs> what do you get? Four, <laughs> five, six? Yeah, exactly. All right, awesome. All right, and then uh, Michael, real quick, give us a sense of kind of where you are in life. Are you married, single, do you have? Ki- you obviously have one kid at least? I'm married with eight children and uh, one
1: son-in-law.
0: Holy mackerel, so here's my question. Take us, and how old are you now? 44. Okay, take us back 24 years, Michael. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: Uh, that there's so much to do in this world. Keep working.
0: Top five. There you have it. The world is your playground. There's so much to do from Michael, who has had just a storied career already in venture capital, spun out a benchmark, uh, and three years ago created Olive. He's made several investments after raising $150 million in his fund. Really excited about the company we talked about today. Nexar. Go check it out. Michael, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Appreciate it. You bet. If you guys enjoyed Michael Eisenberg today, go back and listen to Jill from yesterday. She quit podcasting and now does 30 grand per month on her membership site. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.